0: guys and welcome to Politics Matter. Sorry for the delay. We do also have another podcast that we are also updating on as well. You can check that out. It is called Author's Corner. Before we begin today, you can head on over to our website communications-inc.org to subscribe for our weekly mailing list and to stay up to date with our next live events and our available merchandise. And also, we are available for any bookings. Thank you all for joining us today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. And you can also like and subscribe if you want to stay up to date with each episode. Fo- you can follow us on Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Well, there is this article. Um, it's called Renters Being Asked for Their SIN Number and and other sensitive information by some of their landlords. But not not to uh, rent a place, just to even view it. They're asking for their social insurance number. They're asking for their personal banking information. Just to view an apartment, and so they can uh, weed, weed out the bad um, renters.
1: Oh, uh, you can say that's the right of the banks, but the problem is the majority of people are in debt, and the majority of people might not uh, uh, have the requirements that they want renters to have. So, who's gonna rent those properties then?
0: But what make and what makes them think that they're e- even bad tenants at all?
1: Your income, which now is called uh, um. How is it that it's called? I mean, it has a name. Uh, Your social credit or your uh, banking credit system will define that for you. So if you don't have enough money in your bank, the government itself with the banks in association with the banks, especially beginning with the banks, will decide that you have no income enough to apply for that kind of rent or other kind of rent itself.
0: but even just to view the apartment?
1: That's an excessive issue.
0: Because th- that's what it's saying here, that they want to uh, take their social insurance number and their banking information just that's to view not, the apartment.
1: That cannot be legal, legally possible. Whether they have the income to pay for it or not is an issue. But to ask for the social insurance number and their information, it's an abuse of power and it shouldn't be like that.
0: Like, here it says, um, Megan Plumtree and her partner have been looking for a place to rent in Calgary since January, but she has also run into situations where the sensitive information was being requested to view a property.
1: Uh, well, that's uh, stupid. That's an aggressive banking system, and that's exactly because the big corporations are buying the lots of housing if there's a developer that builds a hundred properties let's say in a neighborhood or any area the banks buy their property once the banks buy their property like Black Rock and others they decide who is gonna rent those properties because they don't want you to buy the property they want you to rent it so in that uh, order of things what they're doing is who qualifies according to our standards, which are not governmental or or not morally acceptable, but according to the banking system itself for the big corporations to say who is capable or not capable of renting their property instead of buying their property, which which is supposed to be what government is supposed to protect for low-income people, middle-income people, high-income people those differences have been taken over by private corporations and Canada is abiding by that law that uh, BlackRock uh, um, is abiding with in the United States and England and everywhere. This begins like 25 years ago and that is to sell property to the super rich people which of course is going to make prices in neighborhoods close by very high that normal people, that middle class used to be able to afford now will not be able to afford. What happens with the um, uh, housing problem is that if Canada, Canada's government applies the same ruling that is happening in the United States and Europe which is that big corporations will diversify their business portfolio by buying instead uh, 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 of letting their free competence of people's income to buy their property according to their income, what they're doing is buying all the houses so people will never have uh, uh, their own property, their own house, but they're always gonna have to rent. And in that sense, and in this way, the corporations will dictate what kind of people will be able to rent their properties.
0: But that doesn't make sense for people to um just to view an apartment
1: people want and still want to own their own house exactly what i'm saying here is that the corporations by buying a lot of a hundred or two thousand or five hundred thousand homes are leaving the people out of the possibility to own to own their own housing
0: so privatizing land
1: That's right. And privatizing landlords and privatizing uh, uh, the right of people to own their own house, to sell it on a profit and to live in a house free of the fear of losing it because they cannot afford the rent. That leaves the corporations um, uh, with free, uh, 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 with the free, uh, how would you say that? to approve or disapprove everybody else that did not have the income they need in order for them to rent their housing. That means you can lose your job if you're not unionized. If you're unionized, you have better options, et etc. Et and that is, that should be illegal.
0: It should be. And another part of the uh, article is that um, it says, June MacArthur, the former Acting Information and Privacy Commissioner for British Columbia, said privacy laws require individuals be told what the purpose of collecting their personal information and said that those purposes must be reasonable. To be asking for sensitive personal information such as financial banking information passport that's among the most sensitive personal information that doesn't seem to make sense in the circumstances of just wanting to view a rental property is what he said. It seems to me that organizations might be trying to take advantage of the situation, might be trying to pressure people into providing information and renting under a bit of duress. MacArthur said that there are concerns about what someone could do with sensitive information. They could take on your identity. They could use it for nefarious purposes. They could try opening credit cards in your name. Possibilities are almost endless and we always need to protect our personal information, he said. MacArthur said renters could say no if asked to provide sensitive personal information or they could file a complaint with provisional, provincial, territorial, or federal privacy commissioners, though he admits that the complaint process does take some time, typically longer than most tenants may have.
1: that's absolutely true I totally agree with that perception of things I mean where is government here what happened with Canada where where is the government here it's like uh, Canada and the rest of the world is being handled like a private corporations where they have no responsibility whatsoever and no accountability towards the electors, the voters the democracy itself, the system itself which is supposed to function as a democracy with the rights and freedoms of people are the basic and most respected issues uh, uh, to be uh, uh, abided to according to the constitutions. And this shows up how private, how countries are being handled like private corporations where citizens have no say whatsoever. That also means, naile, that we are not being represented by our representatives. This is not a democracy. This is an abuse of power, a dictatorial power, an overt a, a takeover of corporations in all aspects of human uh, decency and of human existence. This is unacceptable. It's like, uh, uh, what is going on here?
0: Exactly. Uh, and I
1: heard that you have any other comment about something else.
0: Um, yes. And here he also said that um, it's very concerning on a number of points. We need to be good stewards to maintain the industry. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. Landlords need tenants as much as tenants need landlords.
1: That's true, but that depends on the landlords and and, the equity that landlords and uh, um, the renters need. And that means according to their income. Uh, Low housing income is one of the issues that have been treated here in Canada for a long time. And that um, Justin Trudeau, of course, have no answers for. And uh, that includes people that live under the line of poverty. What kind of housing are they going to live in with if they want to solve the problem of homelessness, which is something that Canada used to be a North in order to imitate. And now Canada is becoming a corrupt uh, country where privatization and uh, landowners are following corporate state um, uh, interference in government. That is interference in government. That is anti-democratic. That is unlawful and is against the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and freedoms of every Canadian. And that is the right to have property.
0: Exactly. And where is the money for um, the people who... It doesn't... Sorry, Naila, but when I
1: say... uh, Excuse me to interrupt you, but you're right. Uh, When I mean the right to have property means for all scales of income, low-income housing, middle-class income housing, rich, super-rich, now billionaires and trillionaires nowadays, because apparently, like I said again, I repeat again, it has been denounced by Bandana Shiva and many others, and that is the crisis. The the housing crisis is because private corporations are taking over government decisions, not only in healthcare, not only in in, uh, foreign policy, but on domestic policy that is an insult to humanity. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I needed to say that. I mean, the the representatives, this is not a democracy. This is a totalitarianism made and taken over by corporations. And that is unacceptable. That is unacceptable, especially in one of the most richest countries in the world, which is Canada.
0: It is, and also what I actually wanted to say was that, where's the money that they're building for the new housing? Right?
1: No, they have a budget of billions of dollars, but as it was discussed recently, a month ago or two, uh, on the parliament here in Canada, the uh, uh, Ministry of Housing and Development here in Canada says that they have invested a lot of money in billions of dollars, and he was asked, sure, you said so, but we don't see it materialized. In the development of people in the First Nations peoples uh, uh, and the Northern Territories or any other provinces here in Canada. On the contrary, what has developed is the lack of people to have the opportunity to have whether low income, middle or high uh, uh, property, high income properties. The high income properties, of course, have way better possibilities than middle or or, uh, low income property uh, owners in Canada, and this is been an issue that has been growing up in the last five years, but especially the pandemic has opened the eyes of the corporations in such a way that they are getting away with all kinds of illegal means to corporatized governments, and that's what's happening right now. If you don't have the money, even if you work two, three jobs nowadays, you cannot afford your housing, and that is incompetence of government, and that is the incompetence of the uh, 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 representatives in government, I'm talking about council, I'm talking about senates, I'm talking about parliament. And the problem is, they never answer you. They never have an answer. They will have an answer for you in a month or two months, but they never have an answer, even in the highest uh, uh, commissions that are supposed to be the last word in a political decision, because that's what Parliament does. They legislate according to the facts. But apparently, the legislation and the Parliament here in Canada is not legislating in favor of the low income, the middle class or the people with more possibilities. They're only uh, 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 signing deals with the people that can afford to buy hundreds of neighborhoods, thousands of houses in order for people to rent instead of owning their own house. That means the citizens and the families in Canada are being exposed to be evicted from their house just like it happened in the United States in the 2008 crisis and even worse nowadays. You will owe nothing and you will be happy with it. And and
0: there's another article here that um, there's a revised forecast that's seeing rise in prices.
1: Oh. No. And yeah, of course inflation is going up, so the landlords have to raise their prices. I don't think so. That that's a fallacy. The prices are already too high as it is, and they still want to raise their prices to to cover their costs. The point is, there is no government to make decisions on this matter. Inflation can be controlled. There is no way that cannot be controlled, and that depends in among many other issues on nationalism. That means that the prices of oil when you produce oil shouldn't depend on the OPEC plus but should depend on the government itself. In order to protect the people which are supposed to benefit by the royalties that such products like oil, gas, and industry produced for Canadians. The same is happening in Holland, we have an example there, when they want to expropriate the farmers from their lands in order to accomplish the zero net uh, um, emissions of methane for the 2030. That is in many ways so exclusive that, I mean, not in the good way. The word exclusive means that only few can afford it. But when it comes to nations, that is an insult to democracy, that is an insult to constitutions, and that is, like I said, a takeover of what citizens deserve, and that is the right not to rent, but to own their own property, and to manage, of course, their own economy. But
0: with... um, um, It does say that... uh The 2023 market survey forecast on Thursday anticipates a 7.5% year-over-year increase in the fourth quarter as competition for home escalates.
1: Yeah, as competition for homes to whom? To the big corporations. Only the big corporations are buying homes. The people in the middle class and in the low-income class cannot afford homes home afford homes that is exactly my point according to the media yeah there's plenty of money and there people can buy no it's not true people cannot buy homes nowadays they have to rent on their own peril and that is i mean okay i say it again where is government here i don't see it not don't the see liberal it. or the conservative the conservative uh, with uh, mr poliev is saying that he criticizing the uh, Liberal party and how uh, he has handled the house housing crisis here in Canada. But I don't see how Mr Poliev are gonna solve this problem because the conservatives and liberals are in bed like uh, Republicans and uh, Democrats and conservatives in the United States with the lobbyists and lobbyists are corporations and corporations are looking are not looking for the benefit of people they're looking for the benefit of themselves and that means exclusion exclusivity means to exclude and in a a nation like Canada who has distinguished itself as being liberal as being fair as being independent from all the issues that discontrol the rest of the countries of the world, Canada has given a very bad example about it.
0: Very bad.
1: Especially since the pandemic, the pandemic opened the eyes of people and of course the eyes of the corporations and the abuse of their uh, um, uh, lobbyists in Congress, in Parliament here in Canada, there in the UK and, and the United Nations. I'm sorry that I extend a little bit about this no, okay. to the point that they don't have shame anymore. And the politicians and the representatives, which this is supposed to be not a direct, but a representative democracy is doing nothing about it. So what do we vote for here? The vote means nothing nowadays, guys. We cannot let that happen here in Canada. And we have to stand like we did it before with the uh, um, uh, uh, pandemic and the uh, truckers movement to show the rest of the world that we can do it, we can do it again here in Canada. But we have to recuperate the the sovereignty of the peoples according to the, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights that now, uh, uh, since the pandemic, three years ago, has been, of course, shown to be the last thing that our governments in the United States, Europe, and Canada seems to care, not to mention the war in Europe.
0: And it's like there is no... Right uh, party to vote for. They always either vote for conservative or liberal. I mean.
1: Or NDP, which is uh, nothing, uh, none of those uh, parties have represented Canadians in the last 20 years, may I say? It. And I say it coming from a country, a, a banana republic, like you might say, even though I uh, might be from European descendants. I am. But the point is, Europeans, you need to understand in Canadians that. Uh, What's happening now is that third world country tactics are being applied on you. After 500 years of exploitation of the third world countries, that's not enough for corporations. 500 years, 700 years, it's not enough for corporations. Now they want you too, Europeans. But we don't see that in the mainstream media. We don't see this in the government, uh, uh, CBC, CTV or private news because they're in bed together. This is not a conspiracy theory. I have proven this and many others for the last 10 years as being a conspiracy fact. And the point is, Justin Trudeau, the Conservatives and the NDP has no moral authority to say that they're different and they're looking for the well-being of humanity, especially in the G7 and now the G5 or the 5, as they call it, which are the most important countries, the most powerful in the world. There's no excuse for this to be happening in Canada, and I think that we need a a different representation here, and uh, it's not on the Conservative Party, it's not on the Liberal Party, uh, Naila, and I think it's not either on the NDP, so I'm proposing myself as a candidate to start making some differences. And I have an essay for Canadians and for Europeans, Australians and uh, and New Zealanders, as well as the Global South, which is called uh, Evolving Economy. And I'm late to produce that, but uh, I guess in less than 15 days I have that proposal for the best economists in the world if they want to hear a citizen speaking about this, because apparently citizens have no say in the platforms nowadays. But I hope that uh, Janis Varoufakis, uh, 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 Joseph Stiglitz, Richard Wolff and others listen to the citizens' proposition uh, regarding developing economy.
0: And uh, if you were to um, run for prime minister, what, what, what would you say to the people? Like, what would you tell them that would, um, to change um, the world, to change Canada?
1: Well, one of the better things that we can uh, do for now is evolving economy. Evolving economy is a proposition that you have to hear on, from, by myself, which includes everyone. The participation of democracy, according not only to the Greeks the by the people for the people. Uh, but also uh, uh, keeps in mind that national production is necessary to create international relationships. You cannot be a member of an international community if you are not protected yourself. What happened with their TLCs is is exactly the opposite of the goodwill of the peoples of the United Nations, which are supposed to represent the good intentions of the world after the Second World War, which is a total lie. The United Nations has, in my opinion, is useless and with this secretary is even worse. Uh, uh, the Secretary General of the United Nations, and these organizations have not trustworthy. They have sold their souls to the American imperial uh, uh, monopolist Israeli mon- uh, um, view of the world, uh, which has many roots that we can discuss. And um, the only way for me as a prime minister will be to withdraw from NATO to begin with, in order to look for peace and understanding in commercial relationships with, because we have to understand Canadians. It is the economy that drives peace around the world. But if we follow America and we follow United Kingdom and we follow the empire decisions of the lost ark that the British used to have or used to be or the Americans now, we're going to lose not only ground, but our own direction. Our own direction.
0: It It, seems like we're already losing direction.
1: I agree with you. I
0: mean, I mean, it doesn't seem
1: we are already in the wrong path.
0: Exactly. And I mean, Canada still has a strong relationship with the United States. Will they ever leave NATO? Do Do you think that they're going to join BRICS?
1: BRICS is a good alternative because of the history behind the commercial interests that uh, UK, uh, Europeans, be, behind the United Nations have pushed for, since 1948 and 1949, when the United Nations, NATO, the state of Israel, uh, begun and became one organism. There's no three different organisms. There's one organism guided by Israel and their ancestral economy uh, beginning with the Rothschilds before, and this is not a conspiracy, this is a fact. The same what happened with the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, etc. I can give you examples, like for example, Nikola Tesla, that uh, whose patents we enjoy today. After a hundred years of knowledge having them, we have developed them a hundred years after. So corporations have proven to us the country and the world, now in my informed opinion, that they are not for us, for the country, for the world, they are not for democracy, they are for corporate state, for dominion, and therefore colonization. What is happening in Israel right now, regarding the attacks uh, on the uh, Islamists, on the sacred month of the year, is a direct message to Muslims and Palestinians that they won't do anything that Israel won't like. Israel is supposed to be the only democracy in the Middle East. It's a lie. Israel is not a democracy, maybe for their own people, but it's not against it's not a democracy regarding foreign policy. And you have to understand that democracy includes foreign policy. Otherwise you wouldn't call democracy because they need in order to create trade and commercial interests that benefit all, it's supposed to be democratic but the TLCs after the second world war are nothing but self-interest imposed by governments like the United States that put people to, uh, that explodes corporations. You cannot have but Bill Gates seats, for example, in Central and South America, in India, where thousands of suicides have happened, Bandana Shiva has covered that for you. I have covered that for you. In Central and South America, Bandana Shiva speaks about India. I speak about Central and South America. Many others have spoke about this before for more than 20 years now. So uh, to come to us and say that the TLCs and the North American and European interests are the interests of everybody else is a lie. Because what they have done is conquer with the banana uh, uh, assassinations and killings that we have history. Noam Chomsky wrote a lot about that. Uh, I have wrote about that. Many others have wrote about that. Uh, um, Teachers that you have seen in my programs. So we have to accept the reality as it is. And we have to take part of it, Naila. And that is to recognize that the purpose of our government right now as it is in the Liberal Party, in the Conservative Party, or in the NDP, are not solutions. So I will say as your question, getting back to your question, I'm sorry that took too long to to respond to it, is that I will have a decision-making immediately will be to withdraw from NATO. And even though we can have good relationships, commercial relationships, uh, trade relationships with Europe and the United States, we have to put and make our stand that we do not agree with war. And the only best to have, the only best way to have, or the best way to have good relationship in trade, in commercial interest is to include others, not to destroy others in order to appropriate their natural resources in the name of democracy and in the name of freedom, which it has been proven on the 20 years of the uh, invasion, illegal invasion of Iraq, of Afghanistan, of Somalia, and seven other countries as described by General Clark, that Canada cannot be part of a war system that the United States have promoted in the Second World War and that is supported by the UK. UK is not a good example of democracy either. You can see that in George Galloway's shows. You can see that in uh, uh, awesome interviews that I have made to him. And uh, my programs also. So we need a new representative. And I am that representative. I have uh, different ideas that I'm pretty sure Canadians uh, will align with in order to protect ourselves as Canadians and to protect North America and to protect the world, which is the only home we have. Instead of going to war and just war. We have to have good relationships with Russia. We have to have good relationships with China. We don't have to go to war against them. We have to just... Share the world we're living justly, financially, economically, and I have plenty of ideas to go without this. So if if you want to vote for me for prime minister, sure. I'm going to certify my candidacy for the federal elections as I'm going to find out my candidacy as a a, a, a local councillor or or in council or as a um, representative for my city uh, this year.
0: I know I would definitely vote for you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, much to say about uh, these issues, Naila, But thanks for interviewing me and having my opinion here. Informed okay. opinion.
0: Yeah, and and you still have uh, your Patreon account, right?
1: I have my Patreon account. You can cooperate with me if you want to. But what I need right now is your vote. So that we can start changing things in reality. From the ground up. but quicker, quicker than before. Because from the ground up, it doesn't mean that you have to wait 100 years to change things. You heard it from the Chinese president in a little speech with the Russian president that they are transforming the world faster than in the last 100 years. And I agree with that. We, changes are happening so fast, now, At the speed of light, I might, I said before I say now, so much than the United States only way out for their mediocrity from their corrupt government, from their corrupt institutions, from the war industry, from the uh, corrupt industrialization uh, of uh, the super riches, was informed by uh, Oxfam. On 16 January 2023, it's not me saying it, it's, this is organizations that have published for you, for us, for the, for the continent and the world, reality. And it's that the richest 1% bag nearly twice as much wealth as the rest of the world put together over the past two years. We're talking about $47 trillion, guys. I have explained that document for you before, but I'm going to read it for you after. So I have some proposals for that, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. My proposal will be to spread, to capitalize, of course, but to make government take over. Because 40 years ago, uh, Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher decided not to intervene, and that's the worst thing proven by generations, four generations, for generations of uh, uh, um, youngsters that live in poverty that still live on their parents' house and see no future for themselves because of a student debt. You are one of them, Naila. I am. And many others, millions of people in the United States, millions of people here in Canada cannot think of having their own house unless they prostitute themselves, unless they have a sugar daddy, unless they have something to do with somebody that is rich. And that cannot be the standard of living anywhere around the world, especially here in Canada, which has been an example and a fact to rise when it comes to freedom uh, and uh, independence, economically, politically, and of course, as results, as results given for the rest of the world to imitate.
0: And uh, how's your uh, YouTube channel going?
1: My YouTube channel is very censored. I have to take very care on what I said. Uh, but uh, it's I, very low, it's very low. Uh, I mean, I've been, I've been uh, of course, censored big time on YouTube. And yeah, and Rumble they, doesn't have the same amount of viewers uh, and it should. And I think Rumble is also censoring me uh, somehow. I don't understand why.
0: Why would they be censoring like Rumble? I don't
1: know, Rumble is to be trusted, but uh, like I said, and I said it before, Nail and I finished with this. Uh, I have invited for the last five years people to create our own, uh, our own algorithms, to create our own platform, national platform, here for Canadians only to begin with, and then we can spread around the world. But we need to have a independent platform that is not guided. Well, profit, sure. Money, yeah. We all need money to survive and money to live. I'm not against capitalism. What I'm against to when it comes to capitalism, is brute capitalism, which is what we are in between. We're in brute capitalism, which means only very few will make the money and the rest can go to hell. And there's three aspects. The super rich outstripped their extraordinary grab of house of all men's wealth in the past decade. Billionaire fortunes are increasing by 2.7 billion a day, a day, even as at least 1.7 billion billion workers now live in countries where inflation is outpacing wages. That means that it doesn't matter what you do, how many works you have, you cannot be able to afford your life or your family's life. That's what it means. And thirdly, a tax of up to 5% on the world's multimillionaires and multibillionaires could raise up to $1.7 trillion a a year, enough to lift 2 billion people out of poverty around the world every year. So it's not that there's things going wrong, it's that everything is wrong and this because we are not being represented and because our vote serves for nothing. And not only here in Canada, there in the United States, because of the United States, because of the corruption, because of the lack of government, which was destroyed with the matrimony, I call matrimony, between Uh, 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 England, of course, and the United States, whose only purpose is to serve Israel, because why I'm not accusing Israel only, I'm accusing United States, Europe, which I don't know what happened to Europe, it used to be independent countries, but the European Union has fallen into the same issues that shouldn't have had, and that is corporate state, where peoples have no vote, and they vote have no significance whatsoever in the European Commission, which has not been voted for, but makes all the decisions by corporate state, and that cannot be accepted. That is my proposal.
0: No, I just wanted to say, wow. Oh, okay. Um, I, I agree with your proposal.
1: Well, well, millions of people around the world, take a look to the, the, the revolutions that is happening uh, because of the pension plan uh, for two years there in Paris, in France. Millions of people in the Vietnam War. Millions of them. Nobody, not politician Richard Nixon, never heard, never pay attention to them, threaten that looms and, uh, and, and, and bad people. Watch my programs. It's time for us, the country and the world, to take over government, Back! together. Otherwise, we are dead. Artificial intelligence is taking over and we're going to look for the super rich to give us some crumbs on our ideas. Forget about it. We don't need the super rich except to pay the taxes they deserve to pay. As is explained by the Oxfam uh, document in 16 January 2023. We need to recuperate our democracy, which is an attempt for democracy. Democracy is the problem. As long as you think, take a look to George Galloway's program just a couple days ago. I have been saying that for at least 20 years now. The fact that he mentioned it just reiterates my point, And that is that there's no democracy. Democracy is dead and democracy is the problem because democracy is so corrupt by the power of, of uh, economic power that there's no vote capable to defeat what is going on. In governments right now since Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan got away with it 40 years ago. Sorry, I get a little passionate, but this okay. is this is what is happening and uh, we cannot tolerate it. Like, I'm finished with this truly. Dr. Martin King Jr. was right. Those who made peaceful revolutions impossible only make violent revolutions inevitable and that's what the governments want. Violent revolutions they can justify the use of force. Well, forget about it we can do it the way mahatma gandhi did it in 47 and 48 with the salt revolution we can do better than that than mahatma nowadays and generals commissioners police leaders people in power have to prove to us canadians to europeans to Colombian Central Americans, that they really work for their people by putting in jail all those representatives that have corrupted the country, the world, and us. What is your corruption? How deep in corruption are you by working in the government? Well, you have to find out. The Sunshine Lists is an example that I already gave to you on Rumble. Many things. My proposals, Nayla, are many. You want to vote for me for Prime Minister? I'm ready. Vote for me, Federico Molano. I'm going to be in the list, hopefully, next month for council or for uh, senate or in place, parliament. Or a place in parliament. Or a place in parliament. But yeah, that's your decision, guys. This is one of the few proposals I have for you. For us, for the country, for the world, of course.
0: You hear, you heard it here. And like you said. Um,
1: politics matter.
0: Politics matter. Here and everywhere.
1: Thanks, Angela.